Hello, hello, and welcome to my new show called Just a Gem. Every Monday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern, it will go live on my YouTube channel and also the Forbidden Knowledge YouTube channel for right now. I just want to say hello, first of all. Um, what is this show going to be about, guys? Well, let me just explain to everybody how I came up with this idea. So basically, I have been through a lot. And a lot of people that know my story and know me already know that, okay? Um, I have lived a lot of different lives in this life that I'm living currently. And I've had a lot of different experiences, much of which people ask me to talk about, right? People ask me to talk about my makeup and stuff because I was a model and actress. So therefore, I used to get my makeup done all the time and I've learned how to do my makeup by that. So on this show, it's just going to be a compilation of everything that's in my mind, everything that's in my head, and it's going to be just a gem. Every single Monday at 7.30, I'll be sharing one thing about me, about things that I know of, about information that I'm very, very versed on, and I'm going to be teaching you guys a gem every Monday. So today, I just want to talk to you guys first about my story. If you don't know me, my name is Elizabeth. I was adopted. Um, I was adopted at three months old. I was born in South Korea. A lot of my life experiences and the trauma that I've carried throughout my life has began because of that adoption. So I talk a lot about it. I'm also going to be writing a book very soon about adoption and about how that affects people, children, adulthood, into adulthood. Um, I think a lot of people don't understand it. I was one of those people. I did not understand adoption. I never knew that a lot of my issues, my trauma stemmed from that specific thing. So I want to educate people about it. Um, so yeah, that was the beginning of my life. Uh, therefore, it's caused me to be in a lot of different situations, uh, run away from a lot of different things, not be settled with a lot that I've done in life. Um, I mean, I went from being a model. I actually started modeling when I was like 14 years old. Um, and then I really, really followed through with that as soon as I became of age. So by the time I graduated high school and you know got off on my own i moved to la i became a bigger model i started doing music videos and magazines and different tv shows i got into acting a little bit i was an extra on a lot of big movies i was a featured extra in a couple uh, i actually had some speaking roles inside of uh, some tv shows and i was on meet the browns you know i've had a a dynamic life in the entertainment business. It was a lot of fun. Uh, also, lots of drama, <laughs> but I did get to experience a lot within the entertainment business. So I do, um, you know, I'm going to be talking about makeup on some of these episodes and how to do it and how I do Asian makeup because Asian people have very different eyes, of course. And uh, yeah, I'll be doing tips and tricks on that even. Tips and tricks on auditions if you're planning on being a model or actress or if you're you know planning on being an actor how to audition correctly i've been to hundreds of auditions i've been on 
you know, movie productions, A-list movies. I've been in TV studios. I have been around a lot when it comes to the entertainment business. So I grabbed a lot of education and knowledge that way. Now, after I left that industry because it got a little bit too crazy, I would say, um, I wanted some stability. So I ended up moving to Louisiana where actually they were getting movie credits, which is why I moved out there to film a movie. Um, I ended up kind of backing away from the entertainment business when I got there and found my love for cooking. Uh, I loved making Creole food. So I started learning all these recipes and just really, really, really enjoying food and and enjoying the energy that that food provides right it's more than just an ingredient it's a compilation and com combination of all these different things that make such a beautiful recipe where now you can eat it and share it with people that you love so that is also what i will be talking about i'm going to share some of my recipes i actually ended up going back to michigan after i left louisiana and I started going to college at Schoolcraft College, which is one of the top colleges for culinary arts in the country. So I started their program um, and their associate's degree in culinary arts and went through that and then found out that I really was obsessed with pastry. I fell in love with pastry. I loved it. Um, it's almost like chemistry. And because I'm so detailed, I just I, I kind of just like that better than throwing a bunch of different things in the mix and then hoping for the best. I liked everything to be super mapped out and very, very exact. And that's the way that baking and pastry is. If you do not do exact measurements and exactly the right ingredients, your final product will not end up the same. Um, so I went a little bit far in my culinary life. I graduated, I got my uh, pastry baking and pastry certificate. I started working under one of the top uh, ma master pastry chefs in the country. And at that time, there was only six in America, six master pastry chefs. So I was working and training under one of the best in the country. Uh, I got great training. Uh, I can make a lot of beautiful things, which when I do come to talking about it during this show, I'll show you guys some pictures of what I used to create. It's actually very beautiful. Now, once I finished school, I moved into working at a country club, one of the top country clubs uh, in the country, Oakland Hills Country Club, actually. And I was their assistant pastry chef there. And it was a lot of fun. I had a lot of great experiences, but I found out that the industry was not for me. I never have liked to punch in in my life. Like I don't like to punch in, punch out and have other people determine my schedule, right? I like to create my own. I'm more of an entrepreneur at heart. So after working in the culinary industry for a long six years, knowing that it was not for me because it was not really challenging my, uh, my inner passion, which was entrepreneurship, I ended up leaving the culinary industry after I helped to open one of the top restaurants in Michigan and became their pastry chef there. I left after about a year of working at that restaurant. It became too stressful. If anyone here has been a chef before, you know how stressful kitchens are. It's definitely not a place of peace and calm. Um, so that was starting to wear on me. Um, I, I too had a young child and I wanted to spend more time with my young child. So that industry was taking a lot away from what I was doing at home. And I kind of wanted to explore 
my entrepreneurship. So I became a real estate agent. And really, I honestly, I'm going to be real about why I became a real estate agent. I became a real estate agent because my ex told me that I couldn't do it. He didn't believe that I could become an agent, a real estate agent. So I ended up uh, passing the real estate exam first try, which only I think it's like 20% of people pass their real estate exam the first time in Michigan. It's extremely hard, um, but I did it. And I, I love when people tell me I can't do things because that just gives me more push to do it, to prove them wrong, right? So I proved them wrong, became a real estate agent. Not only did I become a real estate agent, I became a phenomenal one. Um, I was more into building than I was to actually close deals. So I ended up building my own real estate team. At one point, I had about 30 agents under me on my real estate team. And we started working and doing all type of different stuff. And at that time, this is probably about after maybe two and a half years of me having my real estate license, when I had this team, I got involved a little bit with politics and um, got really close with a state senator. Um, Senator Morris Hood, rest in peace. He's actually passed over now from COVID, unfortunately. But um, yeah, I got very close with him. And he started exposing to me what was going on in the state of Michigan, specifically in the state of uh, in the city of Detroit, because that's was his area. So he knew a lot about Detroit City and the politics behind it. So he inspired me to go on a mission. And a mission basically um, of fairness, because what I had found out was the fact that that Detroit water was not much better than Flint water. And I know everybody out there has heard about the huge Flint crisis, but there had been no nothing on Detroit. So I'm asking him what is going on? Why? Why is there no media about Detroit? Why is no one talking about Detroit City if the water is just as bad as Flint? And he was basically telling me that stuff was getting swept under the rug and just et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm like, you know what? This isn't fair because people wonder why these kids in Detroit City, you know, there's a there's a small percentage of, of kids that graduate high school. There's a small percentage of kids that, that grow up and do great things there. It's like they're almost destined to fail. And so I started researching on why this is. Not only is it the water. I mean, Detroit has an incredibly old infrastructure. So Back before 1976, I believe, lead-based paint was allowed. So a lot of the old infrastructure in Detroit is full with, of lead-based paint, okay? Also, asbestos. Also, the air quality, the light quality. I mean, the, the food, obviously, it's just a whole bunch of different factors why I feel personally that these kids are not succeeding, because some of these things like lead, for instance, is a neurotoxin. It stops your brain from functioning optimally. So people wonder, I wonder why these kids are not achieving high success. And obviously their environment is, you know, making them destined to fail. So it was my mission for a couple of years back in 2018 to bring awareness to the water issue in Detroit. I also wanted to help rebuild these schools for these kids. I ended up meeting with a whole bunch of different people in politics. Uh, a lobbying firm got behind me. Um, the American Veterans, uh, one of the chapters of, of a veteran um, organization actually got behind me. So I was 
trying to bring awareness, trying to whistleblow, trying to create different um, opportunities to maybe even present a bill to the House and to the Senate to see if we could get some sort of law in here for, for just not letting this old infrastructure like not letting these kids go to school in this type of toxicity. I wanted change, right? I wanted to to bring awareness so we can start bringing about change to this. And unfortunately, my efforts back then, they didn't get very far. Uh, I actually met with a lobbying firm that got behind me and they they unfortunately sat down with me and they were like, look, your efforts are honorable, but you know, we're not really going to be able to do this for a couple of years. So, you know, I would just keep on trying to push what you're doing, but Honestly, it's going to be a long road ahead. Basically, they told me they can't do nothing. So I was like, okay, well, I'm still going to address that at later times, but I'm just going to move on at the moment and just keep that in the back of my mind. So now we're at about 2018, 2019, the big whole sickness comes around. And at that point, I was doing really well in real estate and I ended up actually volunteering at one of my friend's companies that was a mental health facility. And I quickly became president there. Through all of my past experiences in life, I was able to combine my resources to really help boost the brand of that company, just like I did for another business partner of mine right before the mental health facility. I actually assisted in, in growing his company from where it was to financially growing in the next one year, 275% financial growth for that company because of the systems I was able to see and put in place. Now, I kind of did that for my friend that had owned this, this mental health facility. So through my connections resources, we boosted that brand and it was great. I learned so much about biohacking, so much about mental health. Not that I've not researched and done this my whole life, but really working at a facility that was all about it really taught me so incredibly much. And I was able to experience a ton of different modalities, a ton of different resources and, and different things that helped my mental health because I worked there. Um, so I got all the best stuff. And from there, I mean, you guys obviously know now I work with Forbidden Knowledge. I'm the COO at Forbidden Knowledge, Inc. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I've helped grow the company just like I helped grow the last company I worked at. And I feel like I'm actually at a point in my life where I, my passion is what I do. Like I don't have a job anymore. It's literally just my life and I just live it. Um, and that's basically it. So I've ended up, I think, where I'm supposed to be. Uh, I am a best-selling author uh, of The Recipe to Elevated Consciousness, which is available on our website or Amazon. You can get it, um, which is basically my life story. Regina Meredith interviewed me for the first half of the book, and it's my life story. And then the second half of the book is over, I think it's 46 to be actually honest, um, 46 holistic modalities that help me to elevate my consciousness. So the work that was involved that I did to elevate to where I'm at now. Uh, I talk all about it in my book, which is also something I'm going to be talking about on this show because I've done over 80, I would say 90 even holistic modalities at this point. And 
I want to talk about them all. So I will be on this show. There's going to be a different thing every single week that I'm going to touch on, whether it be about real estate, whether it be about acting, whether it be about a biohack, whether it be about mental health, whether it be just a rant about something that I'm feeling deeply passionate about. I have, you know, I don't know what it's going to be, but I know that my show, Just a Gem, is going to have a ton of information um, about everything, just a wide variety of stuff. So if you guys want, please subscribe to my channel, uh, leave a comment, give me some ideas of what you'd like me to touch on. I went over a little bit of my life story. So, you know, a little bit of who I am now. Um, and yeah, if you guys have any questions about any of the careers that I've been in, I would love to hear it. Like the video, comment, let me know. And Yes, I will be back next week, 7.30 Eastern for uh, my first Just a Gem, actually talking about a gem, which is probably going to be a very incredible biohack that has helped me grow and become healthier. And yeah, I mean, I've done a ton of biohacks, but there are certain ones that have really elevated me that I can really say this is incredible. And um you know, gotten all the benefits from it. So that's what I'm going to be bringing to you guys next week. I hope to see you all there. I was just trying to introduce myself and talk a little bit about what this show is going to be and uh, let you guys know a little bit about my life story so I can get some feedback and you guys can let me know what exactly you would really want me to touch on because I can do it. So thank you guys for listening today. This is a short one. This will always be a pretty short show. Um, and yeah, I hope you guys have a great week. Happy Monday. Uh, retrograde is over on Friday. So remember, don't make any rash decisions. Don't like about anything though. No business deals, no relational issues, no drama with family. Just kind of step away and take some deep breaths because a lot of us are feeling these planets. There's literally 10 planets in retrograde right now. So wait until Friday when Mercury gets out of retrograde to make any big decisions. Other than that, yeah, have, have a great week. And I'll see you guys on Friday for Biohack Your Best Life, 8 p.m. Eastern. And then I'll see you guys back on Monday next week, 7.30 Eastern for my show, Just a Gem. So thank you guys for listening today. I'll see you guys all next week.